Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! A far off memories like a distant dream. Nam slide whistle. Tis I, immunization, the vampire approaching the end of the spooky season. It's me, Aaron, fire mage extraordinaire and horde punching guy. Horde punching guy, I guess that's what I was going to say. You know, it's because I was just so excited to ask you guys, what are you afraid of? Being alone, growing old, or growing apart? I always, I always pick growing old. Fuck everybody else. You, you got to pick growing old because that sets it to easy mode. I... <laughs> <laughs> but when, so Cubbybub recently started playing Kingdom Hearts a little bit before Persona 5 hit her like a bus and she picked all the easy mode answers because that just like honestly that's what she was thinking but I got a little mad I was like you're on easy mode where I when I was a kid I accidentally picked all the hard mode answers honestly this is my first time realizing that that is what determined the difficulty mode it took me about maybe like three or four playthroughs after the my first time to figure that out too. Motherfucking the the Brady strategy guide was just like make sure you're careful with your answers and 8-year-old me was like what does that mean? I'm so fucking jazzed that they add Sword of Smash Bros. We missed it last week completely, but fuck, people are being like oh this is so boring and it's like Okay, it is kind of boring, but also he's like the number one voted like character that everybody wants in the yeah, game in literally the first place, ever. homie. Yeah, he's the one that people made petitions and polls for for dec like a decade now for addition to Smash Bros. And they finally did it. And everyone thought the reason that they weren't going to is just because of Big Disney, that, that Big Mouse, you know? Which is it's fair. They have <laughs> added him. But Masahiro Sakurai himself is like, he is here with all of his friends, the original anime characters. And everyone's like, what about Don? It's like, D D Don Oso, his anime friend, he's here. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is holding everybody hostage in Kingdom Hearts, which when that's a place, by the way, not just the name of a game. He's it's holding them all the there door. behind that door. And he's like, you can't go if I can't go. And he's like, oh, come on, Mickey. Come on. Did somebody say the door of darkness? Say, fellas, did somebody mention the door to darkness? <laughs> Remember when in Kingdom Hearts 1... They had his shirt off, and then they made more games that explained that scene, and it was like, oh, fuck, we designed Mickey with a shirt. He's got to take it off for that one. And so it was just like, it got bargained off by the power of darkness in that one scene. So stupid. Man, it's, I beat one. It's such a bad story, but, like, I love it. I love how bad it is. And I, and I was like, I beat it, I'm like, I'm going to cry again. And then none of this made no sense. <laughs> I, there was a there was a part where I was sort of, sort of, like, ancient tribes before they had written word where it's like, you will pass down the memories. I had that, but for, like, all of Kingdom Hearts before Kingdom Hearts 3. And I was like, please, anyone, ask me about story details of, like, Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. And nobody ever did, and nobody ever will. Nope. But also, did you guys know that apparently there was a rhythm game on the Switch yes. that was Kingdom Hearts themed? If you have a save file on your Switch, you unlock a new song in Smash. The best song, like one of the Kingdom Hearts songs. And yes, I did know about that. I was like, who's going to buy that? And then Sakurai let us know that you only get simple and clean 
if you have it. So he's like, you're going to own it. Oh, you know I bought that shit off Amazon immediately. It's It'll be here in like two days. <laughs> I was like watching slide play part of it and the story is just so bad most of the dialogue that happens means nothing they no, talk okay, for like so, 40 seconds straight so, so, and it's nothingness so this is this is i'm holding my arms out this is my soapbox kingdom hearts one is especially great because the beginning is about sora and his friends and that's the story and then you do nine disney worlds that don't mean anything back to back and then you get to hollow bastion like the game could have easily been destiny islands traverse town hollow bastion and it's the same amount of development would have been made. It's like they just use vague thoughts, like, the darkness will overcome you, hearts are made of dark, light will overcome, and I'm like, I haven't seen any of that in any of the worlds I've been to. And then, so then I was reading Ansem's notes. God damn, are Ansem's notes written so bad. It's like, I'm a scientist, and in my basement I'm hoarding shadows. <gasps> Wait, why are there more shadows in the basement? Could it be because I put shadows in the basement? And I'm like, yes! Yes, that's why! Now, which Ansem was this? Ansem? 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 Or Ansem the Wise? We're going to have to make a Kingdom Hearts podcast to even begin to answer that yes, question. So let's yes, focus on I, our World of Warcraft there, there one are, while we're There are at, at least it. 20 episodes as I talk about the seven heroes of light and the seven vessels of darkness. But anyways, I want to talk about Crucifix. Crucifix! Not the Jesus kind. The DNR listener kind. So, first off, apologies again. We totally botched that last episode. We will be reading your review very shortly. And also, congratulations on being a madman and, like, speed running through all of our backlog. That's crazy. Hey, I wouldn't it, do it. I, it's it, The only reason that I have is because I am a part of it. I, I experience each episode one at a time. I can't imagine going in a hundred and almost 50 and being like, yeah, I'll waste my time with this. So Crucifix left us a review on Warcraft Radio podcast directory, and he says, five stars. Creative excellence at its finest is what you will find here. DNR is a podcast that quenches your first thirst for WoW-related material, keeping you up to date each week with news and events all while delivering it to your ears with comedy and banter, leaving you wanting more. This is a one-stop shop for podcasts related to WoW. These three hilarious fuckers bring you everything to keep your week going and guaranteed to have those around you thinking you are insane for laughing out loud. Well, what are you waiting for? Check out a few and then become a member of the DN Army as you frantically purge your way through the back catalog just to see what you have missed. Well done, DNR crew. Chef's kiss. Spoiler alert, potential new listener. See you on the other side. Smiley face, crucifix. Hey, Dang. that was great. Like that that's, was that's giving me an actual tier, like not the end of Kingdom Hearts one tier, but like a real tier. That's the the kind of shit that I read out to my mom so I can let her know that the uh $120 I spend every six months is worth it. So yeah, thank you for this amazingly like kind review crucifix and i have one shot of vodka here ready to take in your honor oh i got two shots of vodka i'm lying it's only one i try to seem cool i have the rest of my uh cherry limeade margarita mix in my cup here chug a lug lug baby thanks crucy thank you yeah thanks (laughs) i hope you're a big kingdom hearts fan (laughs) <laughs> you didn't gather your people around again to be like, 
God damn it, they're talking about Goofy and Sora again. So sorry. I will if you give me a chance to talk about it, I'll talk about it all day and night. I think Why it's the stupidest we? game. <laughs> because because <laughs> this happens. It'll Dr. be everything. Jiro's It'll be all we talk about. Machine. Episode two is just all of a sudden going to become organization three. There's gotta be way too many Kingdom Hearts podcasts out there. <laughs> but we can be the lightness that overcomes the dark. <laughs> organization DNR. Okay, you know what? I do, before, before, before we talk about raid. So you guys know how the co-CEO of Blizzard, um, was his name Mike? I think it is. Yes, Mike. And yeah, there's a Y. Something. Okay, so he posted on Twitter that if people wanted to watch a stream, they could watch a stream of him and his raid selling runs, selling heroic or no, selling mythic SOD loot. I think is what it was. Yeah, that's correct. I believe he's a mythic raider. Fucking, and Twitter was like freaking out like, I can't believe the CEO of this company is uh, partaking in RMT uh, and and getting real life money for wait, it. Wait, and then are, somebody, somebody. Are they, is it RMT? I mean, I thought you just trade in like G-O-L-D. The argument is that because the game has an option to buy gold. By proxy, spending any gold technically could be RMT because you can swipe your credit card and you could get gold and then you could use that gold to get mythic loot. That's the argument that it's actually RMT, but it's like one extra step. It's And like, come on, like every guild, every mythic guild does this. Hell, even our fucking Uno Mas guild did this with heroic Jaina. Like, what the fuck? Like, everyone does this. So somebody tagged Beluar and said, Beluar, what do you think of this? And he came in and said, well, I've already posted two videos on what I think. And smash cut to his big stupid face in two videos that says, Blizzard supports RMT in their own game, and this economy in World of Warcraft is suffering because the WoW token. And I'm like, get out of here. Like, he's just salty that, he, dude, he hasn't even gotten AOTC. Beluar has not, as far as I know. <laughs> so he, 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 so you can't even sell it if you don't want to. That, spoilers, gives me a big boost of energy to know I'm better than fucking Smellular. Well, hang on. Well, okay, so he didn't have it like six weeks ago. But I can't imagine he's been playing the game since then. So he probably still doesn't have it, but it's possible he has it. I'll find out in the interim. This was indeed not true. As if my research is correct, Beluar and his guild are only 7 out of 10 because they stopped playing after they couldn't kill Fate Scribe. So there's the update. But it's like, bro, this is not RMT. Like, who cares? If somebody wants to swipe their credit card and spend... Uh, how much money is that? Like, uh, $200 to get a run? Fucking go for it, because you're not competing with me. Like, I don't care. Like, Yeah, that, that's, that's, on that's the thing, is that you, and I'm going to use the phrase whales, because I feel like spending $200 on 100%. a thing is a whale tactic. But if you want to be a whale, don't be mad at the system that allows them to do that. Be like... I'll, hey, friend, why are you willing to spend $200 on this in-game achievement? Like, and like, to get to that point anyway, people would already have to have cleared this shit to sell the runs to begin with. So there's not even a race happening. Who cares? Does not matter. I think it's done that it was even argued. I thought it was funny because it involved Bell you are. So <laughs> we can segue into why that matters to Aaron. <laughs> 
And us, honestly. Uh, because this week, out of nowhere, completely just flabbergasted, we walked into Sanctum of Domination, walked up to Sylvanas, and first go. I'm sorry, we did wait 15 minutes for some late additions to trickle in, but they didn't end up showing up. But first pull, we downed her, and the crew and I got AOTC. Yeah, so I was very, all of us were very surprised because, as Aaron said, we were down people. We only had three healers. We were missing, like, three DPS, I think. I I was the only mage, so I had to do the time warps. I never do the time warps. We were late with one because they were like, um, are you going to do it? I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and I will just say, by far, this is the cleanest Sylvanas kill I've ever had. Um our guild or otherwise it's just been it was so clean we no one got hit by anything in phase one or phase two platforms one two and three were all like spectacularly clean um in phase three and then we yeah we heroed and just finished her off like how many deaths did we even have only a, a small it was handful? like two or three and then two of them got brought back up so it was like hardly anyone beefed it I don't know if this was a thing where because we had a smaller group, the scaling was weird and it was a little easier, or if all of us just had, like, spite held in us from last week, wiping on her, like, for two full days straight, where we're like, we mean business now all of a sudden. Honestly, I think it was just because it's the classic thing where we're missing three of our usual raiders that are always there, and we're like, okay, well, what's what's the best way to ensure that we have to come back and kill Sylvanas again? Hmm, maybe if people weren't here. <laughs> so we killed it once, we're gonna have to do it again next week. <laughs> and what's funny is we fully were like, yeah, we'll we'll get a poll or two in while we wait for people to trickle in, and then we had the cleanest poll ever, and then our AOTC kill. Once everybody because nobody so nobody, not a single person died in that first bridge, right? We should have said. But once once we landed on the third platform with everybody still up, I was like, this is it. We got this. I didn't want to, I wasn't going to say it out loud. Never going to say that out loud. But I knew, I was like, this has got to fucking be it. This is crazy. So there, there was a moment where we were fighting her and she had like 56 and we were on a platform and I was like, oh no, like we didn't, you know, we didn't bring enough heat. What's going on? And then I sort of middle mouse button turned my mouse and I saw there was another platform. I'm like, oh, this is it baby (laughs) yeah we we honestly crushed that fight and i was like so happy and then of course naturally right after we got the kill two of the three people (laughs) from our team that missed it logged on and they're like hey guys what's up honors as soon as we are moving from the picture we took next to sylvanas's body goes hey guys (laughs) it's like oh no okay but, but but it worked out because the group that had gotten AOTC last week was running again, and they were starting at Terragru, KT, and Sylvanas. So we actually managed to throw Honors and Cynical, the two that missed it, onto their team for the night, and they got their AOTC. But we forgot about poor baby Pablo, who came back like 30 minutes later than they did, and he joined us, and we were killing just regular ass, like alt bosses with him. And then the other two get their pop for their AOTC, and we're like, no, we didn't send Pablo with them. Yeah, and that's on us, but we'll get it next week as well. It's fine. Um, 
Yeah, I, I honestly think a lot of it was just people have the mentality that the fight was too long, which is a correct mentality to have, and that it's just, like, it's a hard hump to get over. And I, I legit do think a lot of the reason why we didn't get it the last week, people felt demoralized that the other group got it. Mm-hmm. And it happened during one of, honestly, during one of our best pulls. During a, during a really good pull, that achievement appeared, and then everyone had type thanks, people were dying, and it was, it kind of, like, messed with, like, the groove that was going on, you know? I just, I'm just gonna say, if I ever see anyone from that other group in the discord i'm gonna fight them it's on site <laughs> now that's the narrative you guys threw our last week it's, it's all good also adorno is in the other groups so and we're not gonna throw hands with adorno yeah, but i'm, gonna, I'm um, gonna throw hands with them let's go but i will also say i found out last week that the other group they down they got aotc on their 69th pull and nice we ended up getting it on our 67th poll. Less nice. So. But technically, technically, that means that group one performed better than group two. Technically, it's all I'm going to say. It's all I'm going to say. It was quicker. I mean, please ignore the fact that we probably took like 45 polls on like another boss and they took 20, but shh. Uh, Sylvanas is the only thing that matters. <laughs> at the at the end of time, they'll remember that sixty-seven versus sixty-nine. You could also ignore the fact that we had me and Amina cleared it and brought over really important information to feed to the tanks, <laughs> so they could place things correctly, <laughs> which definitely does help. Should have helped a lot more than two pulls. I'm not gonna lie, unless you would have completely blind and fresh. <laughs> But it was also a full week of pulls where we didn't have our second main tank, so that 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 definitely threw a little bit of a wrench in our our plans. But didn't the other group kill theirs without their main tank? Gronk tanked. Gronk went tank, and so he beat it as an alt tank. So technically, does that make it? Does that does that counteract the two pulls? Either way, I'm very proud of our team. I'm proud of our guild. Yes, we did yes, it. Uno We're good. as a whole, within a week and a half, two week period, got AOTC, and I am happy for that. Yeah, the, the teams were actually really balanced this year. Like, way more balanced than the first fucking time. Let me fucking tell you. We were, like, very, very close. Like, just because one group got it first, like, that's who cares. But, like, it was, it was a week. A week is, like, nothing. And I will say we also got first kills on a few of the bosses, so it, it, I think it was like it, the teams are way more even than they ever have been, which is good. So hey, guess what? They changed some more things, and it continues to be for the better. Corporal or general corpse grinder, uh, an orcish NPC, was renamed. I don't believe he was removed, but he was renamed. In accordance with all these changes, because he was a reference to uh, the lead singer from Cannibal Corpse, who had an infamous interview in which he said some very not great things. And Blizzard just kind of let that one slide for a long time. I actually didn't know about any of this like happening because we we didn't play until Draenor, so I'm not gonna watch old BlizzCon shit because what the hell. But 
honestly, I think I'm gonna keep this shorter because like the the energy wasted on this guy seems so not worth it. Oh, night elves or or faggots. It's like, bro, like what are you talking about? How old are you? Yeah, or like call all alliance players emo cocksuckers, and I'm like, maybe that applied to like me when he said it, but like whatever. <laughs> I mean, t- 2007. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it, yeah, it's 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 like slide said. I guess there really isn't much to say other than it was a shitty human being who expressed an interest in World of Warcraft. So 2007, they're like, heck yeah, brother, get in the game. Now there are other better people famous and not famous who like wow so it's like yeah we can get rid of this guy yeah and people are defending him and i'm like like this is a twitter argument that i'm not even gonna bother getting into because if you think this is like worth keeping in the game then it's like literally nobody cares and after this week and week nobody cares about this npc you haven't thought about him until wowhead said think about him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Come on. But I also will say, Wowhead has also told us to think about other things that are actually relevant to the way that we play the game, unlike all these NPCs that literally do not impact the way that you play the game. But in this instance, I'm talking about how now the Mage Tower is in PTR. You can test it on PTR. And unfortunately, definitely unfortunately for Slide Whistle, <laughs> you are unable to use your Covenant abilities or any Shadowlands legendaries. So, this sucks so bad, because now I can't just kill immediately. But I will say, I I will say, I was playing Feral Druid at the end of BFA in preparation for this. And I didn't have no fucking legendary then. I didn't have no convoke. And I had my rotation down. I think this would be moderately okay. Especially because I'm pretty sure that the Mage Tower Challenge I have to do... I've already done before as a demon hunter. I'm pretty sure I'm on the same level. So that fucking wizard bitch is going down. Uh, This will also be interesting for you because I asked you literally yesterday, um, because we were talking about alts because we're doing like kind of an alt type run in a raid right now. And I was like, side whistle, are you just like a feral druid main officially now? And he said something along the lines of like, we'll see next expansion when I don't have convoke and specifically a one minute convoke. So maybe the mage tower will help you gauge that a little better. Yes. Last week, I believe you said something to the effect of like one minute convoke, convoke baby. Without that, I don't know where I'd be. So I guess we'll see where you'll be. I will find out exactly where I'll be. But but also, I came to that revelation because I kind of go back to raid a little bit. We did alt raid after, which was a hot mess because I think literally every single person except for two got in their alts. And everyone was so excited with the kill, they forgot how to play the game. Me included, immune included. I mean, also, like, I stayed on my main, but I did swap disc. And I am not good at disc, let me say that. So that was also rough. When I have to get an actual melee range and not feral druid melee range, which feral druid melee range is like you are a melee and a half. I was trying to stand where I stood as feral with Alan. A, I would hit nothing. <laughs> then I'd move up and then mechanics would actually hit me because I can't outrange them like I can a feral melee. So I'm basically probably at this point a feral main and or possible survivor hunter main do do survival do they have that range and a half on their attacks 
they have doubled that. They have like two range and a half. They're like they're like in some weird spot where no other class exists, where they're like directly in between range and melee. Yeah, because a lot of their damage is from traps, which they can throw from anywhere, or they do have like actual range yeah, shots they, and they things have, that they can like, fire, and then they, they have a pet throw, too, and they have crossbows they can shoot. It's so weird, but back to the mage tower. Now, I do agree a lot of the mage, uh, a lot of the covenant abilities, not like the power abilities, but like uh, dwarf shadows or soul shape will most definitely break like every single encounter you could work with on these boys. Personally, I'm like, wow, okay, whatever. For me, like mind games, that's not really going to help me in this. And flash concentration, I'm like, uh, when I'm just uh, by myself, I don't really cared that much about keeping that at five stacks literally the only thing for me as a venthyr holy priest would be dwarf shadows and i understand that would probably break a lot of things i think it's bullshit <laughs> it's fine it's fine slide whistle has pigeonholed himself into a corner where he was like i don't know if i'm going past shadowlands at this point it feels so good <laughs> to have convoke I don't know if I can go to the Lightlands. Convoke is definitely the best button I've ever pressed in my entire life. Like, it, even when I pressed it for the very first time, I said, this is it. Like, this is fucking fantastic. He turned to me and he said, Michael Jackson's, this is it. <laughs> RIP, <laughs> the best tour I ever went on. He said, much like MJ, I've been practicing day and night and we'll see what that gets me. Uh, in MJ's case, not much. In Slide Whistles, okay. a lot. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm just not reading this full list, and this is interesting. So, obviously, we covered no Covenant abilities, no Signature abilities, which I didn't know they were called that. Like, wrestling, like you have Signature abilities, and you have your, your Finisher abilities. Your, your Signature ability sucks. It's like a big kick to the face. Your Finisher, if, awesome. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> also, if, I just, if you hit with a Finisher, then you'll have enough energy in your bar to do your uh, special. So I just want to say, like, this is a total aside of an immune rant. I am so fucking mad at Wikipedia because they changed up the way that wrestlers pages are. They no longer at the bottom have like a list of their signatures and their finishers. I don't know if you've noticed that they removed that altogether. It was like a like a wrestling wide thing. This is crazy because I'm not going to lie to you. I've never really looked at Wikipedia for wrestler bios because Pro Wrestling Insider has a really, really good special Wikipedia for their own wrestlers for all of them. So I had never seen Wikipedia like stylized before. Is it called but, like, the Dropkickopedia? No, it's got like a really lame name. Oh. Wait, so they so did they like delete them or move them? Is they're just gone? They're just completely gone. So no longer like on Sasha Banks's page at the bottom does it say like finishing move like bank statement and then like from like before like that like it had like all their finishers from like any period of time that they ever use as a finisher or anything that was a signature before that it's like i don't understand why they want to remove this now at the bottom of the page it literally just has like championships and like awards people were probably fighting in the editing about what their actual signature versus finisher versus moves they like to use a lot where 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 whoa Honestly, I'm just mad at Wikipedia in general because they also did something similar with RuPaul's Drag Race where they removed... They, no, no, this is this is like immune like against Wikipedia. A new no. feud, new feud no. here. No, we can't. 
I was gonna say we can't afford that, but at this point, can they? They're asking for money every goddamn week again. I've never given them money, and I never will because of this shit. Anyways, like on RuPaul's Drag Race now, before they would have like like contestant like progress every week, where it'd be like low, high, win, bottom two, whatever. Now it's just win, bottom, eliminated, and everything else is safe. And I'm like, it's very much so. Does not show how the season went. Maybe if you gave them money, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, come on. You gotta, no, you gotta throw some mad. bucks behind them to just get even more disappointed. Listen, <laughs> I love this immune against Wikipedia fight we have going on. Because for the record, I'm not against Wikipedia. I think they're doing a fine job over there. Wow, now we have immune against Slide Whistle. Oh, sorry my life. Oh, okay. no. It's the evolution. <laughs> DNR versus some people. DNR versus everyone, if you're mean. And now DNR versus itself. But this does remind me that Dracorus did challenge us <laughs> to at least oh. woo on a podcast, which we, we've wooed on many DNR podcasts, I feel like. Woo! 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 Okay, everybody, I'm so sorry <laughs> that we cut off this conversation about World of Warcraft. <laughs> So, we have Mage Tower things, if you can remember. Mage Tower, we're talking about Mage Tower, and what's banned? Covenant's banned, signature abilities are banned. Also banned are your legendaries, that's fine, not fine, your conduits, okay, I guess I assume they were banned, if everything else is banned. All frost shards of dominations are banned, so you can't use any frost shards. That's the thing. So then I'm like, wait, what? And then it says various other procs, including the legendary ring from Warlords of Draenor? Who the fuck's trying to use that the ring? The Apexis crystal ring? Yes, the Apexis one that you have to get from Khadgar and Garona after he stabs her. And a sh- and you cannot use a Sha-touched gem from Mop. Never played Mop? Don't know what this means. A particular note, this ban list does not currently include unholy or blood shards or soulbind traits. traits. It's probably going to be fixed as PTR, but it, it's funny that like they're like, well, you, so far, those are for fair game. <laughs> I mean, the blood link, come on, y- you need that. But the slowdown? No, sir. That's so weird. I like. I think they will probably just make it so that all like shard bonuses don't work. I, I feel like they have to, right? <laughs> okay, but this is interesting. For the first time ever, I can say a wildhead comment has brought a compelling argument to the table. Redron at five thirty a.m. says, "Okay, so they banned all other than Legion stuff, but what about the Legion legendaries and artifacts we had?" Will these be compensated? Because he's right. Some classes don't even have their Legion abilities or anything that they can even use. Okay, I will say in reply to this, they group the Smage Tower with Legion Time Walking in almost every announcement that they've made. And in every other instance of Time Walking, you can use actual gear from that area. So I feel like maybe we can use our Legion legendaries or other Legion gear or trinkets or things from that era during this Mage Tower, maybe. If if they let me put on the real Faya Malorn again and my three fireballs appear above my head, I'm never leaving. I'm never doing Shadowlands content again. I will only log on to go to the Mage Tower and just watch my three friends hover around me. I am 93% sure 
that there's already been a statement that said you cannot use Legion Legendaries because, what? because think about it. Imagine that you are somebody like people in Dogs with Jobs. People in Dogs with Jobs, some of them only started playing in Legion or in BFA even. So they don't have Legion legendaries or not the optimal ones or like all of them. So then it's like, if you started playing later and you don't have a Legion legendary, is it required for you to go back and grind out getting a legendary from fucking Dalaran? Like, there's no way. So I think that they those are also not usable in this time locking. I mean, and this will all become very clear over the coming weeks. And I, I say coming weeks because... Within the last few days, they've also added a 915 splash screen to the PTR, which traditionally, I believe, means that they are, like, close to the end of the, the like, PTR-type period and will probably be getting an announcement for 915 soon? I think it's coming. I think it's I think it's on the horizon. Persephone had a good estimation that I loved. She said that she thinks it's going to be November 5th. Or November, that week after that. At that which would point, be close to, like, the one year. I feel like that's... I don't know if that means anything, but that's... It would be close to that. This is my favorite part, is that also... So then Ash said, who's a guy in our guild, he was like, well, that's pretty close to when the other game releases their other patch, which is Final Fantasy. And there's this weird notion that, like, World of Warcraft times their patches with Final Fantasy patches, but... In the Dogs of Jobs Discord, they had a they posted a timeline of every single WoW release and every single Final Fantasy Online release, and they did literally have not matched up until like this past like year and a half, maybe two years. <laughs> so it's like that's that's not like a his like that just it just happens. I think it just adds to my personal opinion that Final Fantasy fourteen players literally will find any given opportunity to talk about the game when the game is not mentioned and uh, sorry i'm not sorry like <laughs> this this is this this is my this is my personal challenge to any final fantasy 14 players tell me about any dungeon you did that's it's a funny room. because it's a big you room. Did, because you didn't do it no one does content in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, you fuck, shit, you fuck around in the lobby. That's all it is, is they have more emotes. They have player housing. People fuck around in the lobby, and they don't actually play the game. Hey, I can tell you. Listen, I couldn't get past the leveling. Every game is for everyone different, but I couldn't get past the leveling. I didn't really try to get past the leveling, so... Okay, but the Mage Tower is going into effect to be tested Thursday. Oh, sorry, people. This episode's already out by now. So if you think about yesterday really hard, you can see me in there being like, can I fucking kill this without Convoke? Are you guys going to try to get in PTR and do it on your class no. to see what it feels like? No, because you, no. you guys don't even use your abilities to begin with, probably. Uh, Listen, I use mind games on cooldown because it provides raid-wide benefits, but I will not really care to miss it during this mage tower, so I don't really care. (laughs) I I love mirrors in concept. The moment I booted it up and it did not literally fling the spell (laughs) physically back in the guy's face, I was like, I'll see what the Lightlands has for me. 
<laughs> when mirrors <laughs> goes, I'll be like, oh, you know, I really missed you, bud, but uh, bye. Coming at you, it's a late game growl on the prowl. Yeah, you thought I wouldn't do the voice. Too bad, I'm doing the voice. Another week passes, another prowl for I, Growl, to undergo. I'm here today with Coral, discussing some of the minutia of the Shadowlands. Coral, do you ever find it weird that there's so much anima being given to us in a anima drought? You know, I haven't really thought of that. There's supposedly no anima or souls to go around, but I get something like 4K a day. Exactly. Not exactly what I'd call a drought. I feel like folks have so much that they're just wasting it to still be able to hold on to some. I just bought a bunch of transmog today because I didn't have anything else to spend it on. Do you ever wonder if the supply suddenly didn't meet the demand and that's why the quest givers started giving us so much? Because they need to waste it too? LOL. That would make sense. They had so little for so long that they forgot you can find a thousand of it under every skull and bone. Well, I guess a zillion night elves and worgen, which Aloon conveniently forgot, died last time we had a shortage, so maybe more is better in this case. Speaking of which, I gotta go collect my 1,000 in 20 minutes. See you all soon. There it was. I did the voice. I mean, thanks, Growl. And now it's time for me to pull a time warp. Oh, oh no. no. We had a lot I of time to think about that, but I didn't expect this. These fools have 40 seconds to give me as many correct answers to the question I will give them. I'm sorry. Can you please refer to us as banana heads? No, you only get those when you don't want it. I miss the abuse. It's very much Stockholm Syndrome. And that gave me just enough time to pull up my stopwatch, which I almost forgot. Oh, did it though? All right. So you two have killed this boss so many times and slogged through the trash so many times. Surely you can name some terror crew anima powers. Three, two, one... Ever beating heart, tremor beating heart, I, um, unstable form, lumbering form, um, ten of powers, ten of towers, one of those. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna put uh, me pouring more alcohol into my cup here. I legitimately do not know the rest of them. They're the, all the Oberon ones. So, like, Oberon Critical or Oberon Mastery. Oberon I don't know. wins. Like, I know that one. I don't know oh, if it makes fuck. it to I, yeah, I gave Saudis. I'm just... I, <laughs> I, I have my cup in hand. I'm ready to drink. Motherfucker. I was ready... So, I was... In the future, I'd be like, Whoa, what's mage ones? So, I know some mage ones... Don't know everyone else's.
Well, that was uh, immune. That was not a perfect match because Oberon wins is indeed one of them. So Aaron got one to immune's five. You could have said so many. There's a lot of them here, but I guess you wouldn't know. Uh, huddled carvings, leasing strikes, Negaton well. There's like literally one, two, three, four, five. There's six Olerons. The most important one here is the oddly intangible key, which means I can sit there and ignore the rightly be like, everybody got out of the goo. And I'm like, but 99% reduced damage in the goo. I'm gooing, baby. Oh, I thought I thought that was the one where you, every so often you just become a ghost and stop participating in the fight. Because sometimes I like to get that one because, you know what, randomly, I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, you mean Valera's Cape of Subterfuge? Randomly, a.k.a. last night when you just left? Excuse me, sir, we had to plan a meeting for later today. Wait, take your shot because we, we forgot last time. <laughs> we, we, yes. Wait, no, Ugh. we already took that shot. We That shot was taken before trivia. That counts as DNR content. Just because you weren't there doesn't mean it didn't happen. I, I did, in fact, after the recording of last episode, Slide Wilson and I did go to a bar trivia for the first time in, like, two years. And during that moment in time, I was like, fuck, I lost Time Warp last week and I didn't take a shot. So I did take a shot as we were walking out the door to this trivia. I'm just gonna... I. I don't have a shot glass, but I have a mug full of the margarita mix, so I'll just be downing it in the background as we continue oh, the rest God. of this segment. How's it taste? Honestly, fine, because it's margarita mix, so it's not like it's getting like, oh, it's, it's hurting me. It's just like, yep, I'm just drinking a lot of liquid right now. <laughs> is it even alcoholic, Aaron? It is. It is. Gosh knows <laughs> it is, because I lost that time warp. If I was on my game, I would have gotten it 100%. You know me and my encyclopedic knowledge of Saudi's powers. I was going to say, like, if anyone ever loses to immune in time warp, something is up. Anyways, we did have a double DN hour thought this week, so I'm going to throw this in here really fast. Our first one was submitted from our boy Crucifix, and... You know, this is spooky season relevant. He says, speaking of the monster cereals, because we were talking about them in our Discord, make it make it a DNR thought. Which is the best monster cereal, and why is it Booberry? That is I mean, a factually incorrect. Uh, that I was <laughs> I was gonna say that crucifix is factually correct. Well, Aaron, what do you think is the best then? I think that Count Chocula is the best because I like the chocolate taste. And also, when I was a child, they had the best maze on the back. Count Chocula is not the best. And there's several reasons in the lore that say otherwise. No, that say why. And then there are also just regular reasons why. Count Chocula is available 24-7. He doesn't leave with Halloween. The other two yeah, because are way they clearly more harder know to find. Who is the money? The He's money basic. shot, the seller. They know Count Chocula is what people want. Booberry and Frankenberry are the weak friends that they give a branch out to every Halloween season. Do you know who the lead singer? Sorry, the lead member of the band is. It's actually canonically Booberry. Is it? He's the singer. So he's can, up the can singer. You, can you give me a rundown of the full band, please? 
He is now leaving the room. He actually sprinted out of the room to go get his boxes of cereal because I believe on the back of it, yes. it actually clarifies this it information. Does. Does. Oh my God. Do they still have the maze? Okay, so he said no, they do not have the maze. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cereal Hour. Okay, here we go. The Monsters Mash. The Monsters have a new mash. Meet the Count, who really rocks the chalk. Also, he's playing the keyboard, which tells you his status in the band immediately. Count Chocula tickles the ivories of his keyboard, like someone who's been doing it for thousands of years. Well, because he has. On tour with Frankenberry, Booberry, and the rest of the gang, Count Chocula always requests the darkest hotel room, please. That's pretty innocuous, right? He's a keyboardist, just kind of there. We get to Frankenberry, the strawberry giant behind the electrifying music. Wait a second. That sounds kind of important. <clears throat> Slapping away at the electric bass. Oh, he's a bass player. He's the bass player. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. Frankenberry is written out of this scene. This gentle giant is the spark that really brings the new Monster Mash to life. When it comes to touring, his only request is making sure his dressing room is twice the size of Count Chocula's. Oh, whoa, hold on a minute. Now we're at Booberry. <clears throat> Meet Boo, the ghost with the most. Booberry is the backbone of the band, which is pretty remarkable for someone without a skeleton. When he's not busy keeping Frankenberry and Count Chocula from fighting each other over whose songs and whose cereals are the best, he's laying down wicked electric guitar solos on the That's new Monster real Mash weak, solo. Weak man energy, in my opinion. He can't even hype up his own cereal. He's just like Franken. Chaco, you can't fight. Come on, guys. Well, so my question is, none of these are the lead singer. So who is the lead singer in this band? They don't it's, need uh, a lead it's, singer. It's Gummy Mummy, obviously. No, Gummy Mummy plays a tambourine, by the way. Wait, wait. Oh, that's so fuck. What does Fruit Brute do? He plays the drums. Pretty important, but not singing. They don't have a, a guitarist? The, uh, Booberry's Boo Berry's a guitarist. Is he also the singer? It doesn't say he doesn't say he is, but if there's gonna be is one, it's him or the keyboardist. Band? Is this, <laughs> do they don't have lyrics? Is this a fucking community park jam I mean, band? Like, okay, I think there is an argument to say that Booberry is also the lead singer because it did quote say that he is the cornerstone and heart of the band, in addition to being the lead electric guitarist, unquote. I think a good leader make sure that his teammates do not argue without even having to push his own narrative that Booberry is the best because he knows Booberry's the best. Now, this is the important part, though. If you go by this history of the monster serials, Count Chocula and Frankenberry debuted in 1971. Booberry came a whole year later and made the monster duo a monster trio in 1972. So he wasn't a founder. But how many leaders aren't founders? All of them. I don't know. I never got to say my favorite, but I was going to say my favorite was Frankenberry. <laughs> You know what? You do give me big Frankenberry energy. Big you do have pink some Frankenberry <laughs> bass player. Just soft, pink, friendly energy. Also, this face. Hey guys, <laughs> it's Frankenberry's face right now that I just showed. 
I hate y'all. Also on the <laughs> Discord, like, earlier there, they're like, oh, Immune's obviously Simon from the Chipmunks. Okay, <laughs> like, fuck you guys. okay. But, like, Ex- also, yes. Excuse me. I acknowledge it's true, but, like, you didn't need to put me on blast like that, Okay, guys. so, fuck it. And I even, I even suggested the narrative. Slide gets courageous leader. Immune gets smart, like, intelligent. What do I get? Small. Fat soft boy. <laughs> hey, okay, to be fair, they only get into trouble because of Simon. No, Simon's me. Oh, wait. Oh, <laughs> Elvin. Elvin. Oh, they all end in N other than Aaron's. <laughs> What's his name again? Aaron again? Theodore. Theodore. <laughs> anyway, the moral of the story is Did you guys know that Fruit Brute joined the Monster Serials two years later? So, Count Chocolate yes. and Frankenberry were 71. Blueberry, 72. Fruit Brute, 74. What happened to Fruit Brute? Yummy Mummy, yo, he joined in 1988. Why do they even bother? <laughs> My dad grew up and he said, for whatever reason, they only had Fruit Brute and Gummy Mummy. And he's like, I hated it. That's why he didn't buy us those cereals until way later in time. It's Yummy Mummy. It's Halloween. Give him some respect. <laughs> This is a World of Warcraft show. We need to, on the count of three, we all need to say one race from the World of Warcraft. Okay, one, one two, two, three. Or Drain Eye. Okay, so we met our quota. Next question. Anyways, Adorno sent us an addendum to this DNR thought, and he said, What's the spookiest type of, type of milk to eat with your Halloween cereal? Whole milk, skim, almond, soy? <laughs> This is not a World of Warcraft question either. I didn't say it was, but I replied to him with spoiled milk. Obviously, that's very spooky. Yeah, spoiled's the uh, answer. I'm just going to play to the crowd and say Dracas, LOL. I feel like there are a lot of people that would pay money to drink Dracas yeah, milk. Yeah, I was about to say, that's going to get me a lot of points in the uh, in the metaverse. I love oat milk. I mean, so so do I. Like, I think it's my current preferred meal. As somebody who's drinking a lot of cow milk consistently throughout their entire life, I think oat milk is better than regular ass cow milk. Oat milk is really we have good. Skim milk, and it at least keeps a lot longer. We still have skim milks that does well. You forget about cow milk for half a day, and it's done. Well, I think it's about that time of the episode for us to head on into our sexiest NPC of the week, baby. (laughs) And this week, we got a listener-submitted sexiest NPC of the week. This one is submitted by none other than Gershom of Thrall's Balls Pod. And she submitted a Venthyr. Um, I feel like it's been a minute here, and we have Archivist Fane. Ooh, Gershie Squirt gave us an Archivist, baby! And I'm not feigning interest in this hot boy, because you know what? He's got three ways to pull him closer. I'm talking about two... Admittedly, he might be balding, but he's got long hair, tassels, and a flavor saver beard. And I will say, like, it's pretty sexy to me that this is somebody that is so out of my league because literally I have never once in my life grinded any avowed rep. 
So it's, he it's will almost, never be my friend, let alone my lover. It's almost a forbidden love because his faction is so hard to get stuff with that I just right click hid him from my reputations list. That's actually pretty crazy because, okay, so I have always assumed, even though I've asked you guys multiple times, can I do this? And I'm like, the answer is yes, I can do this. But what does he give you? What are his rewards? So he has a whole rep where you need to, like, collect sinstone fragments and kill inquisitors using their sinstones. And it's a whole ordeal, which is why I never bother doing it, even though it's literally in my backyard. And you need to do this in order to get the It's Always Sinny and Revendreth achievement. But I just have never bothered doing it. It's just too much work, which means his standards are way too high for me, baby. Whoa, okay. <laughs> well, hang on. So I, I have his reward table, his sexy reward table. He'll teach his shade stones. So actually, people who are crafting and making those have to meet him. Uh, whatever that is. He gives you a toy and a transmog at Revered. So that's cool, a quill and a keeper's mantle. And at Exalted, he has an encyclopedia of Sinstone Fragment Recovery, a mount, which is a gargan, a pet, which is a quill, and vulgarity Wait a arbiter. minute, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a gargan in there that he's I got Dude, you need those gargans. You guys don't have enough gargans I over there. I need all those gargans so I don't summon them because they can't fly. Wait a minute, guys. Guys, we might need to go get this guy. Uh, at Exalted, his last toy is Vulgarity Arbiter. Use. Place the Vulgarity Arbiter on the ground so you and your allies can atone for your vulgarity. God, we need that. <laughs> if anything, yeah, God, this podcast particularly needs that. <laughs> if anything, Corpse Grinder needs it more. <laughs> whenever I'm thinking about him, I need my Vulgarity Arbiter because fuck, he's a hot motherfucker. How many Venthyr men have this blonde hair going on on both sides? I've, Surprisingly I don't ever, a lot. I don't remember seeing that many, but I don't go there very often, so. I gotta walk past 50 of them every day. This guy may not be the most unique looks-wise, but he is the most unique gifts-wise. He's like my sugar daddy. He's got plenty of special toys that I need to earn by showing him my body. And he also has several very large floating scrolls. You know, that's kind of hot. And some quills that have a mind of their own. I'm sure we could find something interesting to do with these artifacts. His mug, it's everything about him. I don't know why. Like, you say that the blonde hair is normal, which I, I, I can't attest to. Everything about him just looks so different than what I would think a vampire would look like. Like, he's not just in dark colors. He's not wearing red. He's wearing this beautiful pale blue, baby gray outfit. Pretty stylized, honestly. I do remember at the beginning of the expansion, too, he was tucked away in this corner in this little, like, cave-type deal... In the middle of a part of Revendreth that was very dangerous, too. I mean, it's not, I'm sure it's not dangerous now. I won't die going to see him. But, like, at the beginning of the expansion, it was kind of hard to get to him. So, thinking back towards then, that's pretty sexy, you know? Ow, ow! He can stick that pen wherever he wants. But just my butthole. I don't do sounding. Oh, no, no. Never any sounding here. Sorry. Oh, God. Stop. Well, there you have it. This week... 
We are giving Archivist Fane the Sexiest NBC of the Week Award. I will make a quick stop over there later today, baby. Are you, are you going to get his mount? Uh, probably eventually. Well, we are nearing the end of the episode here, and so we're going to transfer ourselves into the TT. BBMM, that is the top two bottom boot medium moot, and I'm gonna go first because I got so much motherfucking energy for this Ooh, one. Cha. I have myself a top two this week. Toot toot toot. And my top two this week is that Growlina achieved both level six with the Archivist and got her AOTC ahead of the curve in one week. So. I hope you guys enjoyed her talking to you in this episode, because she is effectively retired until 9.2. Oh, goodbye, Growlina. I mean, she'll still be around every so often, but it's weird to think that in like the middle of an expansion, she's retired, but she is. She has nothing to <laughs> do anymore, because she is a 262 legendary. She has AOTC on the most current raid. She has the highest rank in the zone so knock, knock. it's the knock knock. knock knock it's it's the era no you of... say who's there who's there keystone master baby we can get you that easy yeah, peasy on Growlina. Well, now that now that's the only thing she needs so we need to do that yeah baby anyways Catch me outside. I'll be Wigglestein or Booty ATW until then. Anyways, Immune, what is your TT BBMM? I'm going to hop on this train and say that my top two of the week, baby, <laughs> is also the fact that our guild has AOTC. It is a relief. And also not only a relief... But, like, we crushed that shit. That was, like, decimation levels of, like, taking all of our anger we ever had against Sylvanas mm -hmm, out in that one girl. pool. That was so satisfying, and I love that. And I love it. Love it for us. There you go. I've drank a lot of this margarita mix. It's what margarita Wednesday yeah, What margarita Wednesday, baby! And speaking of what margarita Wednesday, slide whistle, what you got? I got a top toot this week. Triple toot, baby! Because I got Archivist Codex Massive last week, I was able to walk in the fucking raid this week on Tuesday, Wednesday, with fucking, like, 300 additional DPS. Like, I'm like, how am I still finding ways to find more damage in this fucking click? I'm 250! Like, I'm almost maxed this, this out. This motherfucker, he's like, I'm number one damage, how can I be number one-er? Yeah, bitch, it's crazy. I've I've never had such luck maximizing my DPS every single week. And because we're clearing three mythic bosses every week, my chance at Jotunger, Destiny of Spear, Spears of Destinies, whatever the fuck it is, once I get that, all bets are off, and I'm gonna fucking shoot to the goddamn moon, which means I'm probably never gonna get it. But <laughs> that's like a bottom boot for a later yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you have sealed yourself into never getting this one thing you want. It will never drop for me, and that's the saddest thing. Because the second I lost Yatinger, I was so sad. And now that it's like every week, I can like get it again twice a week. I'm like, please, 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 please. please. 
chances say you have to get it soon. I mean, like, there's nothing else that you need, really, from the first several bosses in Mythic, so... Actually, they got a lot of good shit for me still, but... Which is even better! <laughs> Let's go up, baby, to the moon! To the we moon. can't keep saying to the moon. People think we're crypto bros. No. Diamond hand slash claw slash feral rake. <laughs> it it, it made me happy when Elon Musk got a divorce. Hey, I diamond hands my GameStop hold into this new chair that I'm sitting in. So I will diamond hands all day until I sold and became paper hands. <laughs> also, it's so funny to me that like Grimes and Elon broke up and then like Within the week, she has this photo shoot with her, like, holding the Communist Manifesto. It's like, oh, okay, Grimes. Well, it's because they fucking, they got together over a uh, conspiracy theory about a giant cyber basilisk that was going to eat people. It was just two people who did a lot of drugs who were like, we should get married for a year. And then they did, and then they didn't. We've people who have there. too much money have too much time. That's all I'm saying. Before we close this podcast, I'm going to bring it back full circle and let everybody know that my copy of Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memories on the Nintendo Switch has shipped and will arrive Friday, October 22nd. Let's Can you go! send it to me so I, too, can get a... <laughs> so I, too, can get simple and clean Switch Yeah, version? dude, I can bring it back. Like, whenever we hang on next, just bring your Switch or I'll bring my thing but, with me and you got actually, it. actually, though, no, literally, actually, just I'll pop it in Start the game, save, and then we can delete it. What What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing Halloween weekend? Um, I am going to YumaCon and then I'm filming. Oh yeah, football. yeah, yeah, yeah. We knew that. We knew that. Never mind. Never mind. Never so mind. the yeah, next yeah. weekend, <laughs> bah, bah, bah. we'll figure that out. We'll figure that out. Okay, but with that, we're we're out of here. This has been honestly a really weird app of like a whole bunch of bullshit, more so than usual. And I'm sorry, I think I think it was good shit though. At the end of the day, we love you. <laughs> Episode 148 question mark. It's for us, not for you. <laughs> I feel like we've said that a majority of the episodes, and people know that at this point. So <laughs> we just we just talk. Are you okay? I'm dying. Keep that in. That was good. That was good. That's good content. We'll see you in episode 149, maybe? If you have any comments, questions, complaints, <laughs> complaints, send it to us at do not relent pod at gmail.com. Tweet at us on Twitter at do not relent pod. Send me an email at navarracoffin at gmail.com. Figure that out for yourself. Um, leave us a review on Warcraft Radio and Apple iTunes. Follow us on Spotify. Keep your eyes peeled if you're trying to shave your balls next week because we're going to have something for you that I'm honestly pretty surprised about. What about uh, you, two banana heads? Shave. Don't shave any part of your body until next week, because we'll give you the reason to do so. Yeah, A-Cat. Don't use your promo code early. What the fuck, man? Anyway, uh, what about you two banana heads? Where can we find you guys on the internet? First off, I'm very heartwarmed to finally be called a banana head this episode. Yeah, it, it honestly feels good. Yeah, I know. Uh, Stockholm Syndrome is like strong on these parts on this podcast. Anyways, you can find me... Alex or Immunization on the interwebs on Twitter at New Era Alex. You can follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. I will eventually probably return to streaming occasionally at some point, maybe. Mm. Very up in the air, guys. Don't count on it, please. On Twitch at Immunization DNR. 
I'm waiting for it. I check every day. But in the meantime, you can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. You can find our literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And you can find me, semi-actively streaming, at Twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. Are you interested in Dragon Quest V? Well, too bad, bud. The final dungeon's awaiting you. You can catch me doing that soon. I'm honestly very, very sad I missed the inaugural webcam stream. You did not give the two of us proper warning about this, Aaron. You are connected to my Twitter. You had several hours. You stream at like nine in the morning. Who is this? I Who's streamed up at early? five p.m. No, you don't. Don't that you, time you like I 11, did. You stream like I put 10 a picture of me. I put a picture of me in streamo. You had no excuse. That's excuse. You always stream at ten in the morning when no one's awake. Regardless, eighty percent of your streams are during our workday. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, because I'm still on the train at that point at 5, I guess. I have the sport here. Anyway. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> bye. <laughs> and remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.